Well, hello and welcome to the World Complexity Science Academy Journal's very first video podcast in a series. I'll be your host today, Ryan Gotro, coming from the lovely Buckhead, Atlanta, Georgia. If you are a fan of Trump as much as I am, you're going to love this next guest. We got Dr. Farouk Pierogi, and I don't want to waste any more time. Let's go. Dr. Pierogi, hello. Hi, Ryan. It's truly, truly a pleasure to have you. Um, so, Dr. Progi, I was reading uh, the most recent article that you wrote uh, for the World Complexity Science Academy Journal, and I really want you to tell our readers about it. What can you tell us? Well, it's, a, it's an exploration of the emergence and flowering of a phenomenon that I call theocratic populism in Nigeria. And the global audience is going to connect to this topic because almost everyone knows about a terrorist group called Boko Haram. It's a terrorist group that emerged in 2009 and that has been ravaging Nigeria. So I tried to explore the philosophical, religious, and political roots of this body. And it actually happened from like 1999 when for the first time in a long while, someone outside of the dominant power circles in Nigeria, a Christian from the South, became president. Um, and he became president because Northern elites who had dominated political power in Nigeria chose him to succeed uh, a military dictator who was a Northern Muslim. And because the reason for that are all encapsulated in the article. so. A few years after the emergence of this Southern Christian as president, something happened. The Muslims who helped him to power felt alienated politically. And one of the ways to get back power, or at least force some concession from this Christian Southern president, was to declare Sharia, that is Muslim laws, in predominantly Muslim states in Nigeria and that became very popular with the masses because it was framed as a as a fight to reclaim a lost heritage which is the Muslim heritage that is centuries old in northern Nigeria and they railed against the corrupt uh, political establishment Although the people who are doing the raiding were themselves part of the political establishment, it resonated with a lot of people, with the masses of the people. So it was a fight between the elite and the people. And that's why I framed it as theocratic populism. It's populism with the garb of religion. And religion is a very emotive issue around which a lot of people, you know, uh, relate, it resonates a lot of people. It's people's identities. In Nigeria particularly in the north is wrapped around religion so that worked Absolutely, that is fascinating the way you explained it um, do you is there any way you can connect it to some of the actions of uh, President Donald Trump as of late and today's uh, what, June 3rd yes absolutely I have seen a lot of parallels uh, between Trump's politics and the theocratic populism that I studied in northern Nigeria uh, populism, you know, by political, you know, it's, it's a way to gain political power by exclusion. You know, political hegemonies by exclusion. And 
religion is a very powerful emotive force in many countries of the world. The United Nations, the, sorry, the United States uh, is uh, reputed to be exceptional in advanced democratic nations in, in terms of its affiliation to religion. Most countries in Western Europe are not religious, so any politician who wants to appeal to the people through appeals to religion will, be not, will not be successful. But the United States, uh, part of what's called the American exceptionalism, is that it's still very highly religious in ways that are redolent of countries in the third world. And so appeals to religion work really well politically. And Trump's use of religion, in this case Christianity, which is a religion that a lot of people subscribe to, or at least are emotionally affiliated with, you know, works. So he's going out uh, in the White House, tear gassing peaceful protesters, and having a photo up with a Bible he does not read, and, and behind a church he does not attend, you know, has a lot of uh, symbolic importance to people for whom religious authoritarianism is, you know, appeals. So uh, that's why, you know, it would shock a lot of people that Trump has a lot of support base in Nigeria. He has a huge, large, enormous support base in Nigeria because Nigeria is riveted by religious divisions and a lot of the Christians, particularly the South, see him as a champion of Christianity. They see him as a person who is sticking it up to Muslims, who is fighting for um, to, to, to preserve the sanctity of marriage, although they don't know he doesn't care about such things personally. They think he's a person who is fighting to preserve um, the right of the unborn child to live, although he himself has admitted publicly to paying someone to abort a child, but that doesn't matter. And the rhetoric is that God is using him as imperfect as he is. God is using him to achieve uh, divine things on earth. So he's extremely popular in the Christian um, South, in Nigeria, I, in the central states. Um, so I see a lot of parallels between that and usually from my study of theocratic populism, when people are, when leaders are challenged, uh, they have legitimate challenges. They are not being accepted. Uh, one of the things that they invoke to appeal to the people is this idea that others are the elite group, they are the establishment, they are the people who represent uh, degeneration, they are immoral, uh, they, they represent moral decline, and that, you know, so the populist positions him or herself as the person who is the spark to bring about societal rejuvenation. And so this dichotomous rhetoric of the establishment, which represents, which is supposedly anti-people, and then the people who are the majority. And the populist is usually a charming personality who exploits the symbolic resources in the society. And in this case, the symbolic resource that a lot of people identify with is religion. Religion is a very emotive issue. Uh, it's not just about the rituals of worshiping God, it's also identity, you know, identity is embedded in religion. So it's a very effective tool to get people to identify with your cause. So 
That's precisely what Trump is doing. It's what uh, Muslim leaders in Nigeria did, and it's what a lot of people. So populism traditionally is studied in terms of politics, in terms of rhetoric of us against them, the us who are the majority, and then who are the minority but who hold political power. That's how it's often, you know, presented to the people. So I see a lot of parallels. This is fascinating. I'm honored. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Ryan. What I tell you, fascinating stuff, right? Well, if you guys are interested in joining us here at the World Complexity Science Academy Journal, go ahead and visit us online, wcsaglobal.org. Uh, there you can find submission guidelines, author guidelines, ethics policies, anything else you might need. Go ahead and email us. Uh, on behalf of the World Complexity Science Academy Journal, my name is Ryan Gotro, and I'll see you next time.